Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back at it again with the Blue Testament crew here for another Shades of Blue soccer show. My name is Cody Bradley, and I have in the studio with me tonight Allie Trost. I do anyway. Robert Russert. Bad Bell. I like the name of Scott. I do too. Okay, but like we're not gonna correct thing, but you know, hey, my fault. I apologize. All of a sudden. You guys are going to start seeing Sky Trost has a new article up on the Blue Testament. And no, it was just a, just a typo. No name change. Oh, it's just because the I'll sky t- is the limit for you. As far as that's, that's what it is. Okay, that's what well, it's all about. I like sky that. Blue. Call me Sky. All right. Sky Trost. It has a ring to it. Come it on. It does have a ring. That'll all right. Your first daughter's name, Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Sky. My first kid. It's Uh-oh. Sky or Sly. Either both of them. Both of them come out and they both work. Boy, they do. Boy, they do. Sly. Girl, there you Sky. go. Okay. Yeah, I love twins. So all Sky of a sudden, Sally's having kids, and now twins. And now oh. twins. Not wow. just kids. Twins, boy and girl. Sky and Sly. <laughs> Who could have predicted that? But I'm happen. keeping my last name. This, this is right. pretty rapid. <laughs> <laughs> Things are just moving super fast. <laughs> Right, also well, her ring has appeared on her finger mysteriously. We, <laughs> <laughs> we just did my intro, and now so much has changed about me. So you guys are gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> that out. Anyway. 
Right. Well, we're, we're we're off to a great start <laughs> on the show. What is this podcast about anyway? <laughs> Sky's personal life. Okay. Once she gets one. Oh, so <laughs> Sunday, that was a very frustrating day. Seattle sucks. The cold sucked. We have some questions. We're going. I I have questions. You guys have questions. A theoretical listener of the show has some questions. Can, can I butt in at this point, Cody? I, I know I, I butt in a lot. I'm sorry. Go but ahead. I had a tough day that day, too. I didn't go to the game, but I didn't want to hear anything from anybody about the game at all, right, all day. But That's I difficult. But I saw a message on my phone that said that um, uh, who, who had scored the first goal for, for them, whoever it was. And that just, like, ruined my Bruin. whole experience. Yeah, Will Bruin. Yeah, because I didn't know when it was. I didn't know if we had scored. So it was frustrating, especially for me. So... Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry for you. <laughs> and you're also doing the same thing right now with the it's Tuesday. We're, Tuesday night is when we're recording this, and he also told me I'm not allowed to tell him what's going on in the CCL final. Exactly. Yeah. Please don't say a word. My phone's gonna go off, but you're just gonna have to. <laughs> All right. You're gonna have to like accept it. Did you not see the score? I have not seen the score yet. No. Shh. It's a good game. It's middle of the game. It's a good game. Okay. But we're not supposed to talk Let's about just it. Hype Bob up about it for the whole time. Oh, crap. Look at the, Oh, never mind. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> All right. So we are going to spend some time answering. Well, we can't answer questions because we don't actually know, but we're going to talk about them. All the questions that we have about this team that arose from such a frustrating match. But again, I can't say it, stress that enough. We can't answer them, <laughs> but we want you to listen to us talk about them. <laughs> um, okay. So to continue our introductory series... Of our podcasters. Spit it out, Cody. I believe <laughs> I believe it is my turn. Yeah. yeah. Cody's going to actually introduce himself. So he's going to run the whole thing. No, I'm kidding. I'll run this one. Oh, oh Allie steps it. up. Sky. Okay. Sky. <laughs> Sky Trost here asking Cody Bradley. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> let's start with a little background. Where are you from? How'd you get into soccer? How'd you get into sports reporting? Who is Cody Bradley? And why? <laughs> Who is Cody Bradley? I lay awake wondering that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am from here. I'm from Lee Summit, Missouri. Yay. I'm from the Missouri side. Um, I was a, I'm was. i a true 96er. True 96er. I was at the stadium. I was at Arrowhead. Uh, an eager little redhead with a bull cut. <laughs> I Takes remember you. I had to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> Digital Tagawera was like a superhero after that first game. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and then I, uh, let's see, I, I went to Missouri State. I'm a Missouri State alum. I'm, uh, many of those. I'm now 28 years old. And I'm in like, what, are, what am I in here, Thad? Like my f- fourth year, fifth year of writing for... TBT? I have lost count. I don't even know how long I've been there. <laughs> Let's see. It was uh, after the cup win. So 2014. So I'm in year five. And how did we'll that go all come about? Um, so I work for a bunch of radio stations, hence our uh, where we're sitting currently mm-hmm. recording mm-hmm. this. If it wasn't for Cody, we wouldn't be doing any of this. We so blame him. We not have a studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, you say that, but I don't know that this is legal. We definitely just <laughs> snu- <laughs> we definitely just snuck in here. So, uh, 
<laughs> it's working though. It's been working. Is that why week. we go in the back door every time? Okay. All right. Uh, but now. security hasn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's one- actually put duct tape over every camera in the hallway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're supposed to be quieter. So at one point, one of our stations that we had was a sports radio. They they just uh, syndicated CBS Sports Talk Radio. And I was running, I do all of our digital stuff, I'm a social media guy, and I reached out to the Blue Testament, or as it was known at the time, the Daily Wiz. <laughs> Actually, maybe it was, it, was, it was probably already the Blue Testament at this point. But I used my Sway uh, messaging from an official radio account. Oh, <laughs> I see. Uh, to request, like, Smart or just guy. to say, like, hey, I would like to help. And it worked. And he let me, Thad let me write an article to try out. And I did. And it was good. Eventually, enough. Let you be an editor. <laughs> After just enough time of me hanging Again, around. Facial expressions, people say things are very important. Yeah. If only you guys could see the look that that just gave Cody. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be editing. So, I'm soccer. Kidding. Why the interest in soccer? How, that, was it was it because of digital? It can't be because of digital. I was. Um, well, so my big sister is honestly like. One of my biggest role models, anything she did when I was a kid was, like, cool. And she played soccer. And I was, like, a hyper little boy, and so I was playing when I was three. They put me in a year up to get me out and doing something. And I've just liked soccer ever since. I had a really terrible coach at one point that uh, put me off from playing. Mm-hmm. So I did cross country. I was a runner. I'm a runner. So it was, was you see me running around Westport. Was uh, this? this was uh, like before I did cro- I, I quit soccer and did cross country for like when I was going into high school. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So what was so bad about your coach? And can we name him? I, w- <laughs> I want to, but like I like his son still. No one listens to this show. <laughs> I could totally do it, but I don't want to. I, 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 I'll, I'll try to be a big person, a bigger man than I actually am. We have uh, hundreds of people that listen to this show. No, it was not. It was not Tim Richardson. <laughs> Tim- <laughs> he did not have to say that. <laughs> no, this guy was honestly probably worse than Tim Richardson. But it was, uh, you know, he was free. It was a free coach. I literally, we never had to well, pay that's this guy. Not Tim so. Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I always, all my friends were on Tim's team. He was in my neighborhood. He always kind of wanted me to come play for him. But Tim's a good guy. He's a very good coach. Very, very good coach. Yeah. So despite this terrible coach I had, I was like afraid to leave my, my friends that I had made. You know? It's getting sentimental on the Shades it's of Blue show. It's understandable. It's what life is like. Okay, so yeah, any uh, any questions? That's that's me. <laughs> All right, so what's your favorite sporting Kansas City or Kansas City Wizards moment? Um, ever. Um, how about the? It's probably oh okay. I was at I was at U.S. Open Cup final in Philly. That oh, was okay. it. That was it. Definitely that was it. Because and uh, my sister was there. Mm-hmm. She lives in New York. I went out to visit her, and then we took a train to Philly and watched the game. It was good. It was very good. She was pregnant with her with my niece, and so like we consider my niece was there as well. <laughs> and yeah, and they when they won, they ran uh, they ran up in the stands, and Benny ran in the stands, and I embraced Benny and gave him a noogie. Oh, there you go. Okay. And I was caught I like on that. TV like doing that. it. Cool. That was cool. I'm surprised he didn't do something back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he d- he immediately turned and went back. back <laughs> right, after right. That. All right, I'm out of here. 
yeah, that was good. And I was also at um, the most recent Open Cup win here in Kansas City. Cool. Ali, I'm sure you have questions. Uh, just one last question. When you're not working at the radio station covering soccer, what do you do in your free time? Um, I run around Westport, apparently. <laughs> I'm running around Westport a lot. I uh, do a lot of like different things. Like I, uh, me and my friends will play in a basketball league, like in the winters. Play in a kickball league. Uh, I go play trivia a lot. I you know I work in radio, so I go see. I go to a lot of live shows, a lot of live music. He knows a few bars around town too. And Just and saying. cool and cool and uh, charity well. events that I'm that are like way classier than I should be going to. But I get <laughs> I get to go to them. Wow! And I get to reap the benefits for going to Forks and Corks tomorrow night. So, uh, or no, or not tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday. So if you see us there, you don't know what we look like, but come say hi. It'll be a redhead, a redhead, and sky. Cody, you ever see Roger around Westport? Because that's where he lives. I, I do. Yes, I, I. Uh, Spotted where he lived from his from his Snapchat. He's always oh, posting yeah? okay. from his Snapchat uh, from his dog on that balcony. Are you and taking I, over the stalker duties? And I live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know from, uh, from Sky. I know that he he's done it like not. he's done it enough that uh, yeah, I've I've pinpointed where he lives. It's very it's very uh, popular corner okay. where where he's at. Yeah, fair enough. And fair yes, enough. I have seen him around walking his famous pup. Or, All right. Dad, ask me something. Don't you want to know anything about me? <laughs> I've known you for a while now. so Okay, fine. I'm not going to ask you anything when it's your turn next week. <laughs> I'm we actually pretty good with that. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into my questions then. Let's all start right, talking no, about actually, it. Actually, nice to meet you, Cody. For our listeners, okay. post a question for Cody about his personal life, and we'll they see if care. he answers it. He will answer all of them. Cheese bro, we're looking at you. One, one hey, if you there's listeners. Cheese bro. There's somebody that's very jealous of cheese bro. That, yes, that oh, wants to be again? mentioned. Sean, yeah, was it Sean? Sean Gilligy, probably saying that wrong. <laughs> and uh, DG Greenwald. Are, there you are, go. Those are our. Those are our three. Those. Those are the three. Like those are our homies, right? Those are the three core ones. The trilogy. And have one of them <laughs> is not happy with you for. No one was happy with me for the goalkeepers. We'll get to that if we have time. <laughs> yeah, that was quite in depth, wasn't it? <laughs> that is the one thing. That a tree one... could do as good as Tim. <laughs> that is something that does and happen. I, I loved how you kept mentioning it was a non-moving tree, like yeah, trees. Just a stationary. Move. I mean, the wind stationary. Thank you, stationary. Stationary normal tree. And the tree. wind. Yeah. Okay, but all right. I was. I didn't know a tree was going to come out of my mouth. I was thinking of a stationary object. Okay. Tree Melia. Yeah. <laughs> All right. New name. Whatever. Right. Millie's good. Goalkeepers are still coddled. Moving on. <laughs> and Cody's still wrong. But like you said, <laughs> moving on to the questions. I'll, I'm going to get into that. If we ever have, whenever we have time on this, we're going to get into keepers and why they're babied. <laughs> but Seattle, questions, problems Comments. with the game. <laughs> I, have, I, have three, I have three questions that I think are pretty good discussion starters. All righty. Dad, pay attention to me. I'm listening. Phone. This you, isn't class. You I don't need to look at you. <laughs> you millennials and your phones. Get your head out of your phones. Okay, question number one. Exactly how close does Kyrie Shelton need to be <laughs> to the goal to score a goal? I think oh, he might need to man. be oh. touching the net. He needs to be over the goal line at this point. Oh, he he needs a non 
goalkeeper in goal. He needs a tree. He needs a tree. <laughs> he needs a tree. He would have hit the stationary w- tree. I, that oh. one in the box, he would have hit the tree. The, the you know, keep, it's even more painful when you watch it in slow-mo out. like I did. It's like, you had so much time. Well, and and he, so much net. <laughs> and he took a lot of time, too, yeah. which he probably shouldn't have. I think just a one-touch, like... Oh, in the boy. general direction of the goal. Are you saying least... a goal scorer is more instinctual and reactionary than he is thinking about it? I'm I'm saying Adrian Adrian Healy. No. Adrian Healy. Adrian oh. Heath. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not right either. What's the announcer's name? The guy who called oh, the game. Oh, Adrian. Oh, is that Adrian? You're right. You're right. You're right. What, what, what's yeah. his last? Whatever his last name is. He hit it like right on the head after watching it. Mm-hmm. And that's why he calls games, and I don't. He said something about that that Kyrie was a striker with uh, the snake, air uh, he, snake bitten. Yeah, an, an air of a snake bitten striker uh, is yep. what he said, and that's yes. just exactly it. I have that written down. If, if there was a guy, you know, if that was a striker with confidence, like he probably doesn't take the extra touch, and even if he does, he's still able to find something of that open net. And you know, increasingly, I'm afraid that he is right about that. Well, I hadn't noticed it until that moment. Yeah, really. You hadn't noticed it until that moment. I think we've discussed it about three podcasts in a row. <laughs> but we had definitely given him a little bit of like, oh, like we were giving him a lot more excuses. And I think this yeah. game really kind of brought Raise everything your hand to if you're light. Like, okay, let's get rid of him and get Rubio in there. Raise your hand. Anybody thinking? That? I was, no. I was, <laughs> no, I don't think that. But I, I was surprised that Ramiz didn't Rubio put Rubio chance. in at the end. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised like that he didn't bring him in for whatever reason. I don't know why yeah, that shocked me I, so much but I even in the final like that, the but... final two minutes or so Kyrie what didn't even look like he wanted to score like there were a couple chances where he could have really like charged or shown some authority in and around the box to give us at least some better chances there to you know get the win but yeah I don't know there, I might good. have an inkling about that from my interview with Mr. Evans today but we'll see there, there is some we'll point where uh forward a striker a winger gets the they are so they lack so much confidence that they don't want to shoot that was Connor Hallisey a couple years ago Connor was much better than what he showed that year he was not supposed to be playing as much as he was but with uh, injuries to a lot of other people Justin Mapp and Brad Davis and some other people he played way more than what he was supposed to and he got to a point where he just had no confidence that he could even shoot because everything went wrong when he did so he was he was passing up open chances to pass across the box to somebody who was in traffic because he was afraid to shoot and i'm afraid that Kyrie is going to get to that point if he continues the way he's going i think he's already there fifth minute i don't know if you guys remember shawley plays the ball back to him top of the box Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he had space to shoot but what does he do he hesitates that's somebody who's thinking about what he's doing instead of acting instinctually and he ends up not shooting the ball and passing it away yeah, I know. I know that exact play you're talking about. It wasn't necessarily that cut and dry. Like there was a guy hanging on him, and he kind of chose to like I think try to let the ball go to the other side but of a him. Confidence striker, but exa- exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. you know he was just it was like a tactical decision he was making. But yes, if if he had scored a couple goals this season, he right. charges in and just tries to get a boot on it and right. get it towards a goal. I um, mean, okay. all I was gonna say was I think Graham Zusi has looked more like an instinctual striker than Kyrie Shelton has. Like, I mean, I know we'll probably talk about his goal in depth a little bit more later, but just the the soccer IQ he showed to, like, 
read that moment so well and to realize that the cross wasn't the best option where I think Kyrie would have tried to pass that ball across. Right. That's to, what I think you're it was, was yeah. it Espinoza, right. I want to say, was there, who was right there? Not sure. And I think it was Roger, but it doesn't matter. No, it was. That's actually an interesting point because it was Kyrie that was standing there. And that also oh, was it might right? have played into the reason. Because <laughs> at that point, <laughs> at that point. Well, besides the fact that they gave Zuzi the goal, but anyway. Yeah, they did. And they yeah. played off of him a little bit. But. You know, that might have played into the fact, you know, if he's got a, someone over there that's been putting away every chance, then maybe he crosses it early like he yeah, right. is, usually yeah. does. Yeah. Like uh, you would actually expect him to do if there was a normal good striker there? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay, so the alternatives are Rubio and Belmar. That a very nice picture. Very good picture. I don't like Zeus's hair, though. It doesn't look good when he wraps it up in that... In his in the band that he's got on, you it's know, like mom I hair. I didn't like it from the press box, but seeing pictures of it from field level from the photographers, I I dig it. I dig. Okay, the, this I is how our podcast ended up an hour and twenty five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the yes, but I like I like the nonsense. <laughs> that, stop showing pictures on a podcast. There he is going on goal, and it's is that That's that was new who that was guarding him on that one too, right? Yes. Yeah, he got he got torn apart a lot of that game yeah. by Johnny Russell. But okay, hold on. Let's get back to the striker situation. I'm still on board with Kyrie. I say throw him out there again next week. But how close is Rubio and and or Belmar to getting a look? Unfortunately, I don't think Belmar is that close. I would like him to be, but I just don't think he is because I asked last week about how much uh, performance in USL would influence Peter to give a guy a start or give him some time at the end. And he's like, oh, of course it does. But it was not very confidence-inspiring, to me at least, at that point. Rubio, I don't know. I mean, Rubio also seems snake bit, but he got that goal a couple games ago. I would have put Rubio in at the end of that game just because I thought Kyrie had become ineffective at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, it, there, you're still going to have the argument, okay? And I'm try, trying to play a little devil's advocate here. You're still going to have the argument is if he does a lot of good hold-up play, he does a lot of good marking and pressing and defending from the front and all that other stuff, how much is he worth if he doesn't put in a bunch of goals? Well, and Peter, you know, really emphasized that in the press conference after he got a couple questions about Kyrie. And I think someone asked, you know, is he concerned now that Kyrie hasn't scored in X whatever many games and Peter was just like no <laughs> he's like just talked about again the hold up play and all the great stuff he does for them as being that first line of defense so I think as long as Peter is happy with the other things he's doing I don't think that he'll have a replacement let's see the right back and defensive midfielder combined has more four <laughs> times more goals than the all of the center forward play this year because Rubio has one right uh yeah I'm getting increasingly steamed over here about oh. it <laughs> that Rubio's not playing? Okay, folks. Oh, man. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> he just took his shirt off. Like, it got serious. He just threw the shirt down. This is not That's a, a yellow card, by the Peter. way. <laughs> I love Peter. I, I get Peter's philosophy and everything, but oftentimes coaches say things just to say things. 
So it comes down to getting a home playoff game, and we missed it by two points that we could have had in that game because Kyrie Shelton missed a wide-open opportunity. It's not going to sound so good then. We need somebody to put those balls away so we can get that home playoff game, so we can go deep in the playoffs. That's the difference. Okay, let's segue into my second question here because that is along those lines. Why did Gerso only play five minutes? <laughs> exactly. That is the problem. There is no answer to that one. No one knows why because he should have played. He came on for Johnny, right? Mm -hmm. Johnny is one of the best players so far this year. I mean, Felipe, Johnny, Johnny, Felipe. But he does look gassed towards the end of games. He's giving it his all, and he probably – I know I've seen some other people say he should have come out at half or 55 or something like that. Yeah, he was gassed well before the 85th minute. I was around the 65th minute, I think. I was like, man, he's time for him to come off. Now, whether it's Gerso coming on or some other move, you know, I don't care. But well, not even just, um, not even just Russell, but a lot of people were want were thought Shallowy should have been subbed out. He did not have the best game. Yeah, he didn't look good. No. Well, no, he didn't. He was rather quiet, but he had those two right. Oh, I agree. The the one that Bob and I were just talking about that Mm -hmm. was great. Should have resulted in a goal. Could have resulted in a goal. Yeah. And then the one to Kyrie that also should have been that should have been an assist right there. Both of those were later in the game too, weren't they? No, those were both early. No, he had something good later in the game too. Because I was kind of thinking like he hadn't played well. Um. And then later in the game, I, he did something. I was like, "Oh well, okay." There was there he showed up from top of the box. I think that was pretty close. Yeah. Maybe is that what you're talking about? I, I didn't. I really don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. I didn't be. like. Uh, I don't think that he played bad at all. It was just he's been rather exciting this year. Whenever he gets the ball at his feet, and he was just a little more quiet this week. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. his best game. No. But still, uh, Gerso's speed against that, you know torn apart roster I think could have done wonders and he should have come in for one of those two wingers at some point mm-hmm. about the 60th minute the or change. switched shall we to center forward and maybe I don't know just a thought and Vermees knows way more than I and anyone else here about soccer but he does not like to change his thing change his system in the middle of a game they change more than what you think they do. It's but it's no okay. It's yeah, I smaller said that changes. It's it's small changes. It's not like oh we're gonna go to a, a three five two all of a sudden. Yeah, those those he'll do. He'll shift like that, but he doesn't like subs. He doesn't want to make a a sub that will change what the team has to do tactically. But you know, I I will actually give him a lot of credit this year. Is I think this was the one game that he didn't sub well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The rest of the year, he's I think done he's very well. done very timely subs, and they've they've made an impact, or they've changed games. Not necessarily in every single game, but the Rubio sub, obviously, to get yeah. the goal. Um, but he has been subbing a little more frequently, and he's been using the three subs, except for this last game. Would well, you guys like the move late in the game? Lobato in, and then Madronda up to the uh, Croze position. Did you like that? See, there's again a, a perfect segue into my third question. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Behind me. <laughs> like Let me read it. Da, 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 da. Um, it's very easy, very simple. Is Johan Croze any good? 
You know, I was gonna I was gonna say before, and Thad and I kind of say, you know, we talk about Crosse and Shelton every game, but you know, we kind of have to, unfortunately. I know they're they're a talking point every yeah. every game. Yeah. And so you know, you mentioned that Madrando went up into that position. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of people that are frustrated more so than this this room is with Crosse. I'm fine with probably giving him a third look next week and that's just because there's really there's a big question of who is behind him he's already number two in the depth chart for that position there's a question of who's behind him so is he doing better than Graham Zusi or Jimmy Madronda would do in that position we've already talked this is in this pod we've already mentioned Ali mentioned Graham Zusi playing up front and how he's doing so well and his instincts to score He's having a great season. Then who Jimmy Madronda. Right I mean, that and, opens up all sorts of other questions. And also, and also, Vermese has put Madronda in that position this year. Now we have a president for it. So, <laughs> is Crosse better than what Graham Zusi would be or what Jimmy Madronda would be? Well, I'll guarantee you, Graham Zusi's never going to play that position. He's a right back for the rest of his career. I agree. Yeah. But the but question remains. <laughs> and even when he was a midfielder, he was more of an 8 than a 10. Yeah. So The question remains. <laughs> okay. No, but I, I think that Zussi is a person that's in the depth chart for that spot just because of his experience and ability. So in my mind, if we're, if I run down the, the depth chart for the 10 spot right now, it's Felipe, Crase, Madranda, Lobato, because he played there oh, some right, last right. year. Mm-hmm. Busio, good. Yes. Uh, actually, Kyrie has, can, has played it a little bit in his past. I don't know who. I'm trying to think. I know there's at least one other person I was thinking, but that's Russell your, maybe. But so that runs down your little depth chart of the the ten spot, and I just find it extremely weird that two of our attacking mid depth chart is left backs, right, and one of I them, know. a third one's a right back. This team is so weird, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it does show what. Peter is going for is that even the outside backs are attackers. So, I mean, your Madranda is, you know, he's been a winger, he's been a midfielder, he's been a 10, he's been an eight. And he's, that's why he's starting is because he's got that capability. Zussi has been, been a midfielder, a winger, and he's got that attacking ability. And at least in theory, the uh, intelligence and experience now to play right back. I, I always kind of dreamed of Jimmy Madronda in that more forward role and his creativeness up there. But he has just become such a good one-on-one defender that, like, that's – I love him in that spot. And I love the, like, how different and, like, dif- uh, difficult to defend he makes this team sometimes because well, of it. He, he's an excellent one-on-one defender. What's happening? Bob is having a <laughs> Bob's about there. to – I'm sorry. Blow. Excellent one v one defender. Oh, Dude, in the box. <laughs> hey, hey, he, he takes no, 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 no. He takes. He's like he's like Nicholas Otamendi. But he can't mark in the box on set pieces. Oh, okay. Set pieces. No, no, no. no one on the team can mark on set pieces. That's 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 a different story. No one on the team can defend on set pieces. And that's pieces. not one on one defending. That is team defending. Yeah, I'm still not convinced about the one on one defending either. But. He's a, he's a he's a little guy. You can't be mad at a little guy for being <laughs> poor defending on set pieces. When but he drops out of the play, yes, I can. He has he ha- he look when when he's defending a guy, a winger coming at him. He looks wrong. He looks unorthodox and uncomfortable. <laughs> but he always he gets a foot in there and like does 
<laughs> makes the right decision a lot. And yes, I know. I, I see the frustration. It took me a long time to feel that way because he's a bit of a wild card. But just like Nicholas Otamendi, it pays off sometimes. Sometimes he looks like an idiot, and it's like that was the stupidest challenge I've ever seen. Yeah, but well, he, I mean, he like gets it, it done. Back. It pays off. Lot. It pays off like ninety nine point percent of the time, kind of thing. Yeah. But when it doesn't, it looks bad. But it looks bad when you're a regular defender who's a normal stand up, <laughs> you know, shade the guy, try to you know try to do all the right thing. When they get nutmegged, they look stupid too. So you got a guy who is excellent at reading the ball and knocking it away problem is he goes to the ground when he does that yes and has to get back up so if mm-hmm. he misses that gives the other guy a chance there was yeah. two mm-hmm. shots at it last year in a playoff and that's what killed one of the things that killed him so. <laughs> but at the same time watch him out in practice one-on-one and he is one of the best if not the best single one-on-one defender against everybody on that team yeah i'm I'm fine with him at left back, but don't call him a great defender. The team thing, his <laughs> positioning as a team defender was seriously lacking, and I oh, think yeah. that's what he's getting better at is is playing off of Beesler and Ilya yeah. and that sort of thing. That's where he was lacking. Well, I like that we reeled you back from your from your initial anger there. <laughs> he was there turning was red. Oh, out of yes. his ears. I'll, I'll, no. ad, I'll admit. He, I'll what admit. he did was unforgivable in that first goal. On anyway, which this game? Yeah, yeah. Let's see the first goal. Oh, but see again, that was everyone. That was again. That was so lazy on all of them, though. No, it was really just on Milia and Madronda. The first on the the, uh, the throw in. The throw in came yeah. in. Yeah, and Beasler Chad Marshall. Did you see Beeler's face when he turned around? He's Chad like, Marshall headed the. Chad Marshall headed the ball on. Yeah, yeah. And it was because Ike was not ready for the quick throw in. Well, the two people who are marking the box are Beasler and Madronda, and Madronda just totally leaves his man wide open. Yeah, Mila should have come and gotten the ball, but Beasler turned and looked at Madronda. I'm, like, I'm, what the heck were you doing? I'm saying the problem with that play was the first was the nod into the danger area from Chad Marshall. That yeah, everyone well, was just standing there, and he threw it right on Chad Marshall's head. Yeah, whether we were ready for that or not, yeah, I don't know, but but yeah, I'm I I'll assert that again with. When there's a guy at the ball at his feet coming at Jimmy Madronda, he somehow gets the job done. And it doesn't look right. I thought you said it looks bad whenever he goes to ground. It looks bad when he does it right. <laughs> but it but it works and like I love it. I I'm 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 all here for him him at left back. I don't think it looks oh, bad. I am too, works. but yeah, he needs to improve. All right, next. Ooh. That's ready to go. Um oh, still on Seattle. Bob <laughs> yes. spoke to um, a former player today and got some interesting stuff, we think. Yeah, I talked to Brad Evans today, and I just asked him how the first game against his former team was, and he went on a pretty long spiel about cultures and things like that, which uh, I will detail in my article uh, for tomorrow. But uh, it was an interesting conversation. But he was mentioning about the culture and how a player who is not training well enough, and this kind of goes against what Peter Vermees has said in the past, is not training well enough, uh, is put down to swope, and then if he does well enough, he comes back. Um, I take that. I read that between the lines to say maybe that's what's happening with Mr. Rubio. That's just a uh, conjecture, but uh, perhaps that's true. Or um, was that him Perhaps alluding, he's in the doghouse a little bit. Was that him alluding to like things that don't happen in Seattle? Well, we'll get into that in the article. 
okay. okay. <laughs> You'll have to wait until then. Hmm. <laughs> Next week, we'll post. Ni- we'll, we'll post tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> and Peter has said many times he doesn't use swope as a punishment. That's what he said. Yes, but from a player's perspective, I kind of read that from what Brad was saying in the sense that if you're not performing well enough, that is an option. But yeah, but take it for uh, what you will. I, I I think you could really look at that two ways. Yes, yeah, you could sure say, could. oh, yeah, you suck and we're going to demote you. Or you need to go and get some game time and, and prove Maybe that you can. Maybe straighten some things out. You know, yeah. get your something together and get back up here. Which is just another way to say you're not doing what you need to be doing. Yeah, but yeah. it's really, it's which way you look at it. I well, mean, I, think, I think if you're a player who's being negative and a bad attitude, you look at it as, yeah, I'm being punished and I'm getting well, sucked sure, down. Sure. Blah, 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 right? If you look at it as, man, I just need this opportunity to, to show that I can go and score goals, then you go down there and you score goals. You know or what I mean? you're not working hard enough at training, and they put you down there to say, okay, you need to work on that. So it's a challenge and yeah. a test for a player's mental capacity. Sure, sure. And it tells you a lot about the person, how they respond to it. So, mm-hmm. Well, I think Sam actually had a great article on Rubio about his demotion, and then when he got when he was brought back up and then got that – Goal and the who are they playing the game winning goal? Is it uh, which one when he came in and scored in like the final? Oh, uh, Colorado or Chicago? Chicago, the Rubio goal, yeah, like the, it was Chicago. the home game against San Jose. No, Rubio no. scored the winner against Chicago at like after no, being... he didn't. Felipe did. No, it was the game after he had been demoted, basically. And was brought back up. Then gets he goes in with five minutes left. Gets the game winner. Anyway, that game. Anyway, (laughs) but whatever. He, you know, and was quoted in the article saying, like, you know, I. They know that it is an emotion in a sense. Of course, they don't use that word, but they're like, of course, he was like, I knew I needed to do this, and that I need. So, I think like Thad was saying, it's all about you know that attitude and how you. It might lend some explanation as to, okay, why wasn't Rubio put in the game this past weekend? I, well, and I know, because you know. I thought about asking Peter that in the press conference when they asked for last questions, and then I just kind of didn't, just didn't. I don't know. I, I wasn't going to be like, oh, hey, can I wave from back here, grab the microphone, and, you know, <laughs> sometimes the press conferences get a little weird. So, but yeah, i re- really wondering why Rubio wasn't the option. I know Peter's always like, i Put the guys in who I think the best, who were the best ones for the job, but I just if in just a th- question though, if he's not performing well enough to be put in the game, why would he even be on the bench? Right. Yeah. Why would it not be Belmar or somebody else? I mean, the- Lobato could have went up and played wing, and shall we? <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, Lobato played yeah. wing last year. Madranda played wing. I mean, there's guys you can move around. Um. Still doesn't explain why he wasn't put in the game. Well, it's almost like with Kyrie, it was like waiting, 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 waiting. Then boom, game's over and like when, nothing happened. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that anticipation. Like, oh, he's doing well. Okay, he's almost okay. Well, he's got a good. Uh, yeah, oh, it's like it, oh, we don't want to take him out because something might. It it. it <laughs> damn, it's too late. I, I was on the field for the last like, for the stoppage time, which I believe was five minutes, and there was some guy who just over and over screaming, Kyrie. Go to the ball! Like he was just so angry, just yelling at Kyrie over and over. Was that and a over. fan? Yeah, I a think fan. I heard him on TV. I 
would be like surprised if you didn't because yeah. he yeah. was so loud. There was one guy you could hear on on the TV for I sure. I wasn't sure who it was. Yeah, well, I, he was. Uh, well, yeah. I I don't know what our next segment is Cody, but you know a lot of these problems can be answered by Felipe Gutierrez getting healthy and being on the field again. Wow, you and I are just like <laughs> killing it on the same. That that seemed like you were like you knew what I was going Felipe to do. Gutierrez, next. pick up the white. Well, no, we're gonna phone, we're gonna please. take a, we're gonna please take a, pick up the white courtesy phone. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, but that is what we're gonna talk about when we come back. All right, Felipe and his status and how much we miss. Do you guys feel all right? I'm feeling pretty good. I feel great. Hey, are we back? Water. We are back. Welcome. Back at it again. That was the Vanden Arms. That was, and so is our intro, the Vanden Arms. I just Um, downloaded their EP. The song we just came back to was Football Night. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Felipe Gutierrez and that pesky... Cubic bone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to say it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, his injury was described to us at one point of a. It was an injury to his no. pubic bone region. Not, yes, not an injury. His inflammation, inflammation of the pubic bone. Which isn't a <laughs> region, by the way. It's a very specific yes, it part is. of the body. It's not like oh, this region. No, we know exactly what you're talking about. Do, do you, <laughs> you you're questioning that? Peter Vermees's <laughs> medical vernacular? Uh, yes, I am, hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm this, with you. This guy. injury also coincided with the arrival of his wife in Kansas City. I don't <laughs> know if it. A couple weeks. <laughs> I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he's uh, he's been out for two games. We're clearly. Not the same team. We don't have as much of a bite to us as we do with him in the roster. I first wrote it down as Crosse versus Gutierrez, vanilla versus chocolate. Then I'm like, that's too boring. I think it's more like hot dog versus steak. I think it's a better Damn. analogy. Yeah. Well, hot dogs are still good though, so that's that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I don't well, know. Yes, Both they of those are. Yes, they are. They are very favorite, but the same. Steak. Steaks are obviously. <laughs> steaks are obviously way better. But hey, hot dogs are like they can be good at the right time. Yeah, exactly, and Crosse has terrible. not been bad. He just hasn't been, you know, steak. But you know, just our offensive movement is just so different with Gutierrez out there. It just free things up so much. I don't know what he does. I can't explain it. Scores but it's goals. just such more open and free and tougher to defend. My, it's it's his movement off the ball is is my number yeah. one thing with and him. And skill on the ball, but yeah, you know. it's he finds himself. In the right spot at the right time, and that's just that's not an accident. He just right. has oh, great yeah. instincts. He knows where to go. Exactly. I love it. And when he shoots, he puts it on goal. 
and he can actually hit well, the target. Yeah. But well, here's what I'm afraid of. You know, I mean, we saw a bunker in a sense, you know, played by Seattle. You're going to see that against Vancouver because they're a counterattacking, a counterattacking team. But I had flashes back to 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014 during this game this past weekend that we just had no penetration inside to break down those defenses that are bunkering in. So Felipe penetrates up the middle. <laughs> and enters Is that what you're club. saying, Bob? Oh I'm God. not going to go there. <laughs> but, yes, we seem less daring and less confident without Gutierrez on the field. We should have let that sit there. We should have just let Thad say that, and I should have muted everyone and just like let that stew there for a second. Well, you can edit. Yeah, I was going to say, you can do what you want with that. Yes, you can. Later on. You can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. That's on a roll tonight. Having a weird sense of humor. And we're here for it. I told um, you I should have stayed home. <laughs> okay, so you did you get did you guys get to see any of him in training today? What's what's the latest? Media was before training for first fifteen minutes were only open. Um but Peter basically I said in my tweet that uh he did do some training yesterday a little bit, he do a little more today, and they're gonna build him up during the week. Um my gut feeling is they're not going to risk you know, Felipe this weekend. They'll give him another rest for that week and a day we have off and prep him for the next game is my guess. But yeah, perhaps if there was a longer turnaround. Right. I would say he might be on the bench. He might get a cameo 10, 15 minutes maybe. But yeah, we'll see. if they're needing a goal or something. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to risk it long term. So but, and that's usually Peter's MO. So, And that brings us into – the game on Friday. Vancouver, the return of Kai, but not really. <laughs> yeah, he's got an injury that's going to keep him out until like May 11th, they say. So, um, so unfortunately. They're, mis- they're missing their star. They're missing their star. We're probably going to miss ours as well. Exactly. Right. Right. But that changes them a lot more than it changes us. Because they are very much a counterattacking team. Peter termed it this way today. So they counterattack, um, well, very aggressively. Um, basically is what he says, and we just need to be ready and not turn the ball over in those dangerous positions, which, you know, this is every game. But these guys especially um, are just mad dashers when they get the ball, just going up front. And if they don't have Kai up front to knock those balls down, uh, win those balls, you know, in front of the defense, then uh, they're a whole different team that way. Yes, Cody? Say something. I am. Did we lose our microphones? No, I'm... No, we're good. I'm I'm just looking something up. Okay, I right. was hoping someone else. Someone, <laughs> some, I was I was needing someone else to carry the show here. No, guys. They have no Kai. They do uh, back Yordi Reina though from injury, which is going to help them playmaking wise. A little more ideas. I mean, I think they had um, two shots in their last match. Um, didn't have many offensive ideas. They also are welcoming back their uh, Venezuelan Anthony Blondell. He's kind of Kai like. Runs behind the defenses a little more than Kai would, so he's a little different type of a player, but. Um, we just need to make sure that when we lose the ball that we put pressure on the ball right away to stop those counterattacks. So even though I would love to see Kai this weekend, I would also would be very happy for him not to play? Exactly, exactly. It makes them less dangerous. But no, they are 3-3-1, three, three 10 points, third place. They've beaten Montreal, Houston, Colorado, uh, Columbus, I mean. They have uh, fallen to Atlanta, RSL, and LAFC, and they've tied the Galaxy. They're good. They've got highs and lows. They've lost... Three, four, three games? They're three, three, and one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. And they have Breck Shea as well, who's had a couple of goals, playing a little bit better than uh, 
this past history has been so up and down, a little more consistent these days. But yeah, um, it's a little less spastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a shout out to Mike Kuhn at Down the Byline. Byline. I don't know why I added an extra L there. Um, he let us know in his relentless stat taking. I challenge his stats against whatever the team's official one is. I bet Mike's are more, more accurate. Well, they are. They sometimes go to him. And, right. Uh, if you ever notice, like, he'll tweet about some event coming up, and then all of a sudden, Sporting will notice it. Yeah, and then, yeah, he'll he'll tweet it out, and then two days later in their weekly update, and or, the, <laughs> or he'll tweet it after the game, and then two days later they'll do their stats post from the match, and it'll lead with the, <laughs> the stat that Mike did. Um, but anyway, Vancouver game, Matt Beesler, the captain, is going to – Tie Kerry Savagnin for the most league starts in club history, assuming he starts. And then in the 54th minute, will become the all-time leader in minutes played for Sporting Kansas City. Assuming he starts. Assuming he starts. <laughs> and he will, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> I would be very, very surprised. With his shaved head, which I'm giving oh. my thumbs down to, by the way. I would agree with you on that. I'm not very much a fashion person. Although I don't really like the white plastic bag jersey that they have this week. <laughs> but it's Beesler's, a good reason. Beasler's so. Captain America. Like he needs to have like he needs to have hair. He needs to have the, the nice locks. I agree. Any captain, quarterback, you gotta have a good look. He should have a beard. bottom line. Apparently it came out of a uh, attempt to entertain his daughter with the Clippers. They were sitting around before the game thinking, Hey, what can we do to entertain? And she usually likes when they get the clippers out and, you know, laughs at it and giggles at it. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what they were so doing. It was very and wholesome. All of a sudden, he, he put it to his hair, and apparently she did not like that at all. She got upset. How it ended up that he then buzzed his hair, I don't know, but that's the <laughs> genesis of the whole situation. <laughs> well, it so, upset me too, Matt. <laughs> So it upsets his daughter, so he shaves it off. Uh, like I, I think abuse? he went in the other room and did it, I think, you know, after the fact. Just kind of something that just spun out of that. So. Wanted to go in and scare her? And like, <laughs> This team has went from having fantastic hair to looking worse than this room. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I mean, Whoa. Not quite I mean, that's that quite saying a bit. But anyway, I mean, Zeus's flowing locks are gone. Croze has the... Bleach stubble, whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. Beasler went anyway. to back to like boot camp. <laughs> hey, so and you guys always get on zone. me when I start talking about the players' hair and fashion and whatnot. <laughs> like, you guys care just as much. Um, and I like Zuzi's hair for the record. I said it earlier. Okay, Go well, on. going back to the Vancouver thing, Seattle. Did you guys notice was attacking Russell and Zuzi a lot on that left side, especially in the first half? Yeah, they were they were mostly left sided throughout the game. They were yeah. like forty forty five percent something left sided. I wonder if that's a trend that Vancouver is going to try and and, and copy. I don't know for their counters or whatever. So would that be because Madrid is too good of a defender? I, thank you. No. That's what I was no. just I was just no. about to no, I, I was about so. to throw I think that it's punch because I think it's because Johnny Russell is maybe not as well versed in the defensive properties of his position as Daniel Shallowy, the twenty year old. Hey, I'm just saying twenty one, whatever he is. Pure conjecture. But me and Thad are on the same page, though. I was, like, literally rearing up over here to, like... <laughs> well, it could be also that Seattle felt stronger on the left side with their attackers on the left side. Than, yeah, I think that yeah. could probably be... Yeah. In addition to the defensive juggernaut that we have is our left back. 
<laughs> Juggernaut um, would not be the appropriate term. Okay, any, uh, any, well, have you seen him? He doesn't even fit into his jersey. <laughs> we talked about that during the break, didn't we? Man, anyway. seriously, guys, I don't even know how to describe it, but everyone look at Jimmy in his jersey. I don't, I don't know if it's too small or if he's just, like, so beefy or what, but, man, <laughs> he he's, like, beefy. he's, like, a, a flex away from ripping out of the jersey, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He'd smile at that. Would he get a yellow card for that? Yeah, he might. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, we talked about that last week, didn't we? Okay, any last thoughts for the Vancouver match? Oh, we got to make predictions? Oh, yeah, let's do that. The nonsense, stupid predictions. Well, I'm not going to say what I've said the last couple of weeks because <laughs> apparently I am jinxing our newcomer, Kyrie Shelton. So I will say that we will win 2 nothing, and that Zussi will get another goal of the two. I'm going to say 2-1. to one. We'll be victorious. 2-1. Sporting. Scoring all three goals. <laughs> Bad, you like to predict own goals. Yes, he does. Maybe it's my little way of hoping they don't happen. Because, <laughs> again, predictions in any sport is craziness. But in a sport that comes down so much to just a single goal... And a weird bad call by a ref it is affects so much in this in soccer versus some other sports. It's crazy to have predictions, but it's fun to do them anyway. So they're kind of fun. I will say, because well, I'll I'll try to go the other way. Everyone else said they were going to win, right? Did everyone else pick a win? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Glad you're paying attention. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not going to. I'm not ever going to going to predict a loss. That's just. Against every fiber of my being. But I'll say a draw. We'll say one-to-one draw, and people are still mad that we can't score. But um, will Amelia dominate his box? That's another question. Or will he be a tree? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. He needs long limbs. <laughs> and is everyone's prediction that Kyrie is starting again? Yes. yes. Yeah. And Krause as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Shallowy as well. Those were three that I, I heard people calling for different players in all three of those spots at least. Yep. I think it'll be the same lineup. I don't think there's any reason he wouldn't start Shallowy. He, he may not have had the best game last week, but he wasn't the bad spot. Yeah. Kyrie would go before Shallowy. Yeah. If I was going to change anything in that lineup, it would be somebody for Kyrie. Who, though? <laughs> Well, it's got to be Rubio, right? Be Rubio or Belmar? Yeah, Belmar. Belmar. I see Belmar. Get him in there. Not like PV to throw someone in totally cold turkey like that. I know. <laughs> hey, he did it with uh, Kevin Oliveira last year. Did it in the Open Cup. Open Cup final. Yeah, mop-up roll. Yeah, I still don't understand that. It wasn't. We were. It was like a tie game. It was yeah, a serious I sub. That was it. very weird. Yeah, I don't, we don't even know that. <laughs> But there is precedent for him to do this. And Belmar's got a few minutes. And they do talk about how much Swill Park Rangers facilitates stepping right into sporting because they play every same system. Swill have a game this weekend? They do. When? Are they going to play it? (laughs) It's an away game. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Belmar will probably be with them. In Phoenix. So Uh. I'm sure our resident uh, Arizonian Chad Smith will be there. Arizonian? Hopefully you'll be there. We haven't asked him, but shout out to Chad. If we had time, we would talk about the odd 
the USL's odd treatment of SPR, but we probably shouldn't get into that this week. But we'll it see was, if it continues. It was bad. Yeah. They told they at some point approved the stadium that they were playing in, and then after a couple of different things, perhaps Drogba complaining about the locker rooms in that first match, all of a sudden the stadium is no longer worthy, and they canceled the match. Drogba wasn't there. Someone told me Drogba complained about the locker rooms. Maybe a swope, but he wasn't. He wasn't at the new stadium. Oh, okay. That was. Well, the stadium was okay, and now it's not. And now I don't know how they're ever going to play another home game. But moving on. What's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, well, she saved it. We're, she didn't sneeze into the mic. I was not no we're fine. We're down one sky. Um. Okay, Bob. Yes, you sir. had a popular tweet today. Okay. Yeah, yeah. After speaking to Vermise and asking about the potential strikers, signing a potential striker. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Fernando Torres, and a lot of talk, at least in our circles, anyway, about um, Bobby Wood. Um. So I asked Peter. You know, are Bobby Wood and Fernando Torres of interest? And as I was telling Allie earlier, if I could get a picture or video of Peter's face when he answered the question, it'd be very telling. But that's why I think there's some truth in it. But he said, you know, yeah, we are interested uh, in probably all the above, and we'll see what happens, basically. But again, his facial expression told me that A, there's some truth to it. B, uh, I might be saying this just to stir some fires as well. So. He does like to do that. Oh, you got to do that. And that it's, face, the the face for the two scenarios you explained would be a, a very similar face. <laughs> so it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard yeah, to tell with him. A little bit of a, what's the word I want to use? Um, oh, I don't know, sly? He's very sly. We yeah. used that earlier. He's yeah. cheeky. Bring yeah. full circle. Yeah. So. But yeah, we and just for the record, I think one of the very first references to Bobby Wood and sporting was by one of our yes, sir. Uh, readers who wrote a fan post that got promoted to the front. So, Sean, good job for mentioning and coming up with the idea of Bobby Wood. So maybe you started it all. Bobby Wood comes here, I think yeah, somebody you g- needs to give you a jersey. Yeah, we, we gave we gave Peter Vermees the idea to start considering Bobby Wood. And that is Steve exactly Goff what happened. Wrote something, uh, he's a DC United writer, about it. And then MLS posted this afternoon that it's unlikely for Bobby Wood to come just because of cost, but... We'll see. Yeah, but somebody's got to want him. Yeah. That's the point. That, and he that was playing time. And that was Sean's point. It was, you know, he needs to go someplace where he can play. Right. And he may not want to stay, go down a division because they're getting relegated probably. Right? What is he, 24? Oh, he's older than that. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, okay. He's not too old. 25, 24, 26. But no, um, definitely uh, appreciate everybody tweeting and retweeting uh, that. But uh, we'll see what happens, as Peter says. I wouldn't. I've, I followed Bobby Wood's career pretty closely overseas. I do the. I do a piece, a weekly piece for Stars and Stripes FC, Yanks Abroad. Mm-hmm. Check it out Mondays. What up? Um, but so I followed his career over there, and he fell very quickly off the face of the earth and out of favor, and it was not good. But 
I would still like to see him here. I like the way he plays. I like his game. Me too. But it would be very expensive. Any idea what he I'd rather him over Fernando Torres. That's for sure. <laughs> I'd rather Diego Rubio over Fernando Torres. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Same. I'd rather Carlton Belmar over Fernando Torres. I'd rather Busio <laughs> over Fernando Torres. <laughs> All right. So and shout out to Busio, who's up with stand. the U17 yeah. team. Yeah. Busio got a call up. Good for him. And the team on a slow news day tweeted that out again today like it was new news. Did you see that? <laughs> I know. I saw like I saw that tweet. And I start reading it like, wait a minute. This is three days old. I was like, I, it's like, is there another tournament that he got called up to that I didn't know about? <laughs> I thought maybe it was an update, like they had an update on the game or something, but yeah. now I need to go look and find out, see if I can find anything on the game. So, No, but if you were listening to the broadcast of the sporting game this past weekend, um, you know, they were contemplating, you know, if you don't get a number nine to replace Dom Dwyer, why did you trade Dom Dwyer, which I thought was an interesting question. You got Johnny Russell, you got Felipe, right, right, but you still don't have that number nine guy so, who's going to take you to the next level. I understand that. But that also seems like one of those things that's just like a journalist looking to ask a question because... And we would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> because... That's not who we are. <laughs> you, uh, like, there's not uh, anyone in Major League Soccer that wouldn't have taken that deal for Dom Dwyer. $1.7 million. Dollars. There's right. no way that wasn't a good deal. We couldn't score with Dom Dwyer on the field. So this argument of... Like, we're scoring more goals now than we were last year. I don't care if the striker isn't scoring. But that's what the fun of all these discussions is, right? Yeah. If- I know, but see, it just sound, it's just one of those things that it's like someone's just looking for something to complain about. Would Dom have finished that chance? Probably not. He would you have tried to take so? it one touch, and it would have gone over the goal. Okay. I never have any confidence that Dom was ever going to finish anything. Dom is so streaky that one part of the year he would finish that goal. <laughs> Another part of the year he would have put that ball in the like, top of the roof. I mean, <laughs> again, it, we like to kind of criticize Dom at times well because it's fun, but he can be a good striker in the right scenario, And but he's so streaky. A lot of good strikers are, but he's so streaky. I never have faith that he's going to be. Well, let's hope not. Shelton gets to the streaky part. But, <laughs> but would Dom? We're scoring more goals. Would Dom work as well with Johnny Russell and Daniel Shallowy and Felipe Gutierrez? Right, right. So if we have a guy who can't score all season, but sets up Shallowy for five goals and sets up Johnny Russell for a couple goals and back passes to Felipe, who then plays it to Shallowy or Johnny Russell <laughs> or whatever. Dom would take that ball every single time. Well, you know, let, these... let me not exaggerate. He will take that ball 96.2% of the time and shoot. Whether there's a defender in front of him, whether there's a tree in front of him, whether there's a goalie in front of him, he will turn and shoot. That you was know, his strength and his weakness. Are well, not going to be answered until October. No. When we it, see if they're in the playoff position they need to be in. No, see, again, that <laughs> I don't like that sentiment. Like, it, it has already been answered. We couldn't score with Dom Dwyer as our striker. That's the that's why he was traded. Because someone <laughs> wanted to overpay for him, and we couldn't score with him as our striker. That's why he's gone. The the question has been answered. Scoring went up when he left. I'm, I'm And then everybody hit a dry spell. I, I heard that question, <laughs> and I still hear people, like, complaining about that fact. But it's just like, it just makes no sense to me. We're complaining about scoring goals when we're scoring more goals. No. 
Would I have liked for Peter to went out and got a striker with a little better scoring rate than Kyrie Shelton? Yes, no doubt. But it's still more important that he plays as a team in a style that befits this team's desire of how they want to play. And remember Peter at the beginning of the year said this team will be different by the end of the year. I believe he's right because they have pieces that they we will see. They can do things differently than what they've done in the past. Every year you see this team become a little bit different, a little bit different, a little bit different. Whether it's for the better or not, that's that can be an argument and I think it's a valid argument. But as I've watched this team go from a high press foul every time somebody else gets the ball <laughs> and you know, six yellow cards a game kind of team to well, I think they got seven yellow cards now, seven games in. I mean, they're like third or fourth least carded team, third or fourth least fouling. Well, I think they're like sixth or seventh least fouling team right now, something like that. This team is completely different. Possession, passing. I mean, some people will hate a Barcelona team. I like a Barcelona team. I know they're not Barcelona, mm-hmm. but it's much more possession, build up, et cetera. Barcelona tied Celta Vigo. I hope I'm not ruining that one for you, Bob, today. <laughs> so I agree. even the best team in the world, a possession team, sometimes doesn't get enough goals in and are subject to being countered. That's what this team is right now. Whether you like it or not, that's what this team is. Dom was not that team. Yeah. Sorry if I'm getting fired up and running too hey, I'm just playing no, Thad's I, devil's advocate that's quality here. But, radio. but hey, proof is Damn in the pudding, folks. But we'll I mean, see what the results are by the end of the season. All I'm going to say is I agree with that. And there's one thing that's always bothered me about like American soccer fans. We glo- like, Why do we like just hype up the striker position? Like They act like it's the end-all, be-all of a team. It's like, but who's the striker? It's like, well, that's one player of you know an entire field of players. Like It doesn't matter, and I just don't think we need to... Could put a mobile tree glorify up there. it. Yeah, you know, I could put a. <laughs> I won't cuss. <laughs> See, I won't do it. See, that's my point. You make a joke. Oh, you could have a tree for a striker. No, you couldn't. That would <laughs> never do anything. They could never score a goal, but a tree could prevent a goal. We could bounce pass <laughs> off of them. True. Wall pass. Give and go. <laughs> Cody shaking your head is not good quality radio. I think you've told me that. You I was, can't see I was that. letting it sit there. <laughs> okay, to wrap up. Thad, I believe, because, all right, all right, SKC family here. This is a quality radio show, and that is why. Illegal, apparently. That is why we're going to do (laughs) show and tell right now. That has a trove of accessories. He's been a fan of this team (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) And uh, in the spirit of uh, the giveaway on Friday, Thad has brought in a little memento. Well, since the team is now giving away bobbleheads again, I thought I would bring in my little Jimmy. Conrad. His little Jimmy. <laughs> he had that Conrad there to make sure everybody understood what it was. <laughs> so I, I, I know, again, it's show and tell, but I have a Jimmy Conrad bobblehead in And my now hand. get this, guys. When you shake it, its head kind of moves. Oh, whoa. Is like, that like a, to happen? Like a bobblehead. I used to have the same really. one, but I sold it. Yeah, it's, it's not, not very, very bobbly. Tight, uh, noggin up there. Not yeah. really a bobbly. Bobble well, Jimmy head. did have a lot of concussions. Well, I was going to say <laughs> and that was, this has a much that tighter was head than Jimmy. Into the design <laughs> yeah. of this bobblehead, and Jimmy Conrad is one of the best players, sporting legend, et cetera, this team's ever had. Great guy. Love to have him on the show. Jimmy, you're welcome at any time to come. Long time listener, that Jimmy Conrad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure he is. Um, <laughs> 
Last time I talked to him, he did say he would come on the podcast with us. Boom. Two future guests on the docket. I used to have long discussions with Jimmy. Jimmy Conrad, and one of them is a surprise. That'll be our special four-hour-long podcast. But we do got... We do have two <laughs> two guests on the docket. Yeah, just is that proper use of that word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. All right, sure. Felt right on deck. Felt right. Is there okay. any more I need to talk about? Little I didn't Jimmy? know. I didn't know if you had a had a fun story about things you do with your little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the most perverted podcast we've ever had in the history of. Where is your mind at, Sky? <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. Okay. All um, right. Is this? <laughs> no, no, no. He wants a story. I'll give him a story. It's really not about my quickly Jimmy Conrad, but I was at training when they were promoting the Jimmy Conrad bobblehead night. They were doing a little video, and Jimmy Conrad took about twenty minutes to say, "Come out to the game this weekend and get a Jimmy Conrad bobblehead," because. Uh, he just kept cracking up as he was holding little Jimmy in the picture, and then Hercules Gomez snuck up behind him and started whispering things behind him. Sweet nothings. So we're not so. the first to laugh at little Jimmy, but I guess, is that that, that no. joke? And right. little Jimmy also made an appearance in a uh, stealth bomber. What? The team, the Wizards, went to Whiteman Air Force Base and got a tour of a stealth bomber. Oh. I, I tagged along and took pictures. Well, that's fun. So uh, there's a picture of Jimmy Conrad holding up his little Jimmy inside of a stealth bomber. But you couldn't see him. You could see the little Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you guys don't know, the giveaway this week is uh, a Tim Milia bobblehead from his amazing save last year, which was an amazing save. Uh, It was an amazing save. I'm going to give a goalkeeper credit, and that one deserves every ounce of credit. But... Too many times are they given too much credit. If we let Cody go down this path again, it's going to get really dark and really serious. Okay, does anyone have any final thoughts? We're ending the show. Thad, say something prophetic. Dare greatly, fail magnificently. Oh, you planned that one, didn't you? <laughs> it's normally the normally that's so much fun because you're not ready for it, but you had that one planned. You like woke up and you were like, "All right, I got to come up with one today because Cody's going to ask me." You you want to know where I got that? Yeah, from my daughter's soccer coach. Oh wow! He tells his team to dare greatly and fail magnificently. He wants them to go out and do things and experiment and have fun and not Shout be afraid out to fail. To Chris. Okay, well, Actually, I thought that's Carl. That's Carl. Derek oh, okay. something. I was like, who's Derek? I, so. I thought the bit did better when you weren't ready for it and said something stupid, but I like that. That works. That was really prophetic. I never said something stupid. Yeah, you said something like Sporting Kansas City will score a goal this season was, was what came out of your mouth at one point when I asked you that. That was after the first game when they didn't score a goal. <laughs> and it was prophetic because it came true. Well, on that note, wait, anyone want to say anything else? Kyrie, please score. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, don't do that to me again, man. We've been waiting for you to score that goal. You can do everything else all year as long as that kind of goal is the one you put away. That one goal every five games, I'll yeah, be okay with it. Not even asking for a lot. Just <laughs> if that one goes in, I'll be good with it. Okay. We've gone too long. Far too long. But we will talk to you again next week, as always. 
We're good at this now. Every Tuesday night, we give it to you Wednesday morning. So be ready. Let us know what we should talk about. And from all of us here in the studio, and especially Jimmy, <laughs> have so a great long, Wednesday. <laughs> good morning. Anything to shake this foot